me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Curse Target Friday. Jeez. Uh, I'm telling you what, man. Target has uh, frustrated me endlessly over the years. What have they done this time? They steal CJ. my money. They steal it out of my wallet. They steal it? <laughs> I know. As soon as you walk through the door, they just come up and rough you up. Pretty much. Uh, I know I'm not uh, coming up with anything or saying anything new here. Uh, decades of research and little tricks have gone into marketing to utilize weaknesses Within the human brain, and even to, to make a specific example, a lot of money has gone into creating the Las Vegas-style uh, games. Not necessarily the table games, but the, the slot machines, for one, the video poker. Lights and sounds and things that get you hooked, yeah. that bring you in, that make you excited to lose money, and you don't even notice you're losing it. In fact, there's an entire, it's not an algorithm, people throw that word around too much, but there's a mathematical equation set up by the machines that looks like a a slow descent down a mountain with peaks occasionally mm-hmm. to know that at that point in time, that peak is needed to keep you to continue your sure, descent. Sure. So, you got to win a little bit to think you have a chance to win more. Uh, but that's really gone full bore with online shopping. Okay. I mean, the dopamine is immediate when you go online and you buy something. And the buttons and things make it so quick, so fast, so simple. You don't, don't even know you bought a $160 pair of uh timbalins man i would appreciate like a nice jackpot thing going off every once in a while when i'm shopping but it's almost like that the buttons there are sounds your phone makes especially if you have your haptics uh, and sounds on it's like Dude, every, you want, every once in a while a little window will pop up surprise you got a you got you got 10 off of this thing all you got to do is give us your social security number mm-hmm, and uh, i'm like yeah it's right here in my pocket here you go here but it's become a problem and that's what i spent a bit of my therapy today talking about the transition from uh, substance abuse addiction to spending money. Yeah. And it's just funny how how easy and how fast and how quick it is. And now I'm learning instead of spending money, I need to work on grifting and taking other people's money. Of course. You're already on the radio. You've got a great start. Yes. Okay. Here's start one. Give me money. Um, maybe be a little more subtle than that. You might need to come up with a product. Oh, get, just give me some money. Just and give me I'll, some money. To develop my app. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> now, you might have to make up a little bit about what this app is going to be. Is it the C.J. Morgan Soundboard app? Uh, it makes you happy. The app does. <laughs> it's, it's called Hap. Hap. There you go. Hap. See? We, we figured <laughs> sure. it out. With the press of a button, you too could be happy. So, But I've, I need your help building it. I feel like you're leading into a... Uh, a confession that you've spent way too much money. I have. Oh, no. So that's why I'm back here today. But uh, the good thing is, is we have a lot to do. I'm very excited about a game I'm going to play. I don't want to tell you we're mad about it yet because it's dumb. It's fun. Okay. It involves ping pong balls, peanut butter, tic-tac-toe. It's got everything for a classic CJ mm. game that's going to go either really right or really wrong. Okay. It sounds, I don't know. It, it sounds it, smelly. Do I have to play it? It's up to you. Oh. It's up to you. The discovery that changed the 20th century. Ladies and gentlemen, I have numerous concerns spread across this state. I have many wells flowing at many thousand barrels per day. I like to think of myself as an oil man. An oil man! Oil barons, the start of oil, oil, oil in the United States going crazy happened on this day in history when what was discovered, Spencer? Uh, America. Yeah, America was discovered January 10th, 1901. In a way, you're not wrong. Uh, at a drilling derrick not too far from here in Beaumont, Texas. Woo! Spindletop uh, produced yeah. an enormous gusher of crude oil coating the landscape 
hundreds and hundreds of feet around it, up in the air. It wow. was the beginning of the boom of the American oil Just industry. Got that hot, sticky liquid all over. Ah. Uh, the geyser was discovered at a depth of over a thousand feet, uh, flowed at an initial rate of a hundred thousand barrels a day, which is absolutely incredible. Wow. Took nine days to cap it off. So before you can pump it, drill it, get it out of there, like right. once it bursts and starts uh, coming through, you have to cap it. And then you yeah. can start uh, okay. extracting the uh, huh. the crude oil. And at this time, uh, petroleum had been used in the United States, but for a lot of different stuff, lubricants, kerosene, and lamps. I mean, once you refine oil, the crude oil itself has several different, it, it kind of sifts and sits in a tower. And can sure, sure, sure. Many different uh, sort of products. But uh, after this, man, oh, man, the, the times plus the discovery Fueled everything, cars, airplanes, uh, transportation, all that uh, converted. Because at the time, most shipping, even even iron ships, uh, steel ships, whatever, like metal boats. Yes, yes, uh, yes, I were, got it. <laughs> they were mainly coal-fueled. Okay. And after that, uh, oil became the, uh, the, the big thing the for premier. shipping, for navies, for wow. vehicles. Uh, it became the world's very first crude oil. Get this. The very first trillion-dollar industry, and it's basically dinosaur bones and doo-doo. Yeah, uh, different sorts of uh, organic matter breaks yes. down, compresses uh, over years, years, and years. And the hydrocarbon, the hydrocarbons, uh, tiny aqua- aquatic plants, dead animals, form this. And uh, cool. back in the 1890s was when they first started looking around that area and that's when a geologist found a lot of oils under salt domes so they found a salt dome they did some excavating said hey there might be oil in them there hills isn't that crazy and then uh, liquid black gold spewed everywhere <laughs> that's what we're gonna end up as someday you know billions of years from now just all the humans unless we survive and continue on we're just going to be all mashed together by, you know, future editions of Earth and uh, just turn into a hot, sticky, gooey mess. Not just that, but we feed the plants as well. We'll become food for, mm. for greenery. We'll become dirt. We'll become eaten by fungi. I, our, uh, personally, I can't wait to be used as lube. Uh, thank you. I will probably do that with... Okay, never mind. I, do not uh, get that dangerous. All, all sorts of uh, <laughs> dumb jokes. But yeah, mushrooms are going to eat us. I'd rather eat the mushrooms. But uh, either way, on this day in hey, history... Got to give back sometime to the mushrooms, you know? One of the biggest uh, discoveries that helped uh, set the stage for the United States to become a world power. Big-ass oil industry right here in our country, right here in our state of Texas. I'm finished. Who even watches real TV anymore? Because I need to talk to you. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Emily's Social Cues, internet things, on the radio, TV things, also on the radio. It's just an old dying media. I know. Get rid of it. I know. Wait, wait, not this this one. Not this one. It is funny that people said uh, that, uh, you know what, TV, television was going to kill radio. In many generations, it kept coming out like when they had the TV, and then when it was color TVs, yeah. and then and then when it was uh, cable and all. Now, yeah. video now screw you. We're here, all right? Star. Yeah, it's just yeah. the internet. Dude. Just, just us. Just Did both us of us dirty. <laughs> versus the internet, and I feel like I f- I should start siding with the TV people because yeah, we are we are radio. But yeah, who but watches real TV? I really don't. And here's what pisses me off: is we cut the cord. But now we've had to add every service that costs more than cable just so I can watch football. Or it pisses me off when there's something on TV and I have to rig my digital analog antenna that works for like five seconds and you have to move it. Yeah, it's just it pir- sucks. Just start pirating again. That's what got them to... Uh... You can't like you used to. When I lived in, in college at the you fraternity really house, I would regularly have to climb up. Back in the day... Uh, Instead of being able to shut off your cable from sight, okay. they just had to climb up and unattach it from the pole, and you could see where the coaxial cable went in. So I'd get a ladder, climb up on the telephone pole, and I would just screw it in. And uh, they had the hexes on the box to lock and open it. I would just unlock it. Aren't you going to get shocked doing that? You could. You just yeah. got to know what you're touching. Oh, uh, wow. But yeah, that back in the day, you could steal cable. Uh, not yeah. anymore. 
Yeah, you can't steal cable. You can steal people's logins when it comes to mm. Hulu and everything Netflix, else. Netflix. Yeah, so, it, apparently. You know, if, if anybody has a uh, Hulu live TV that they want to gift me or whatever, I just, I literally just want to watch the new season of RuPaul's Drag I'll Race. I'll ask Lisa. She'll hook you up with it. And it's ridiculous because RuPaul's Drag Race is, it's like now an MTV thing and it's all over Paramount Plus. So if you have Paramount Plus, you can watch RuPaul's Drag Race uh, up to season 13. But we're on season 15 now, and they're coming out live. And mm. I don't have live TV, so I'm like, where do I watch this? Why are they doing this? This, this is just another they example of a company wanting to force people to do something they want yes. rather than what the consumer who, wants. Yeah. yeah, But it's weird because Paramount Plus isn't putting season 15 on to their platform, but yet they had an all-stars series that didn't even go to TV, and it was only on Paramount+. Plus. It's weird. So it's weird, it's stupid, and I don't know what to do. Um, I mean, I could pirate it. It's mm-hmm. just, I want to watch it on like my TV. I feel like Lisa's been watching it. Is, it. is it because she has another stupid service? She maybe is still in someone's maybe, service that you don't she, know about. Is she watching the maybe the, the old stuff? She might be watching seasons. the old ones. Yeah, yeah. it might be because the old ones are streaming. Yeah. All um, right, so RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race, just for you, those of you that don't know, it's essentially uh, personality RuPaul yeah. um, gets a bunch of different people from around the country and they then compete. they tune they tune up, they get ready, they get the engines firing, oh. <laughs> and then they race their cars, yes. dragsters, yes. down a track, and they bet on it, and, yeah. and whoever wins the race, whoever's the fastest wins, yeah. and they look fabulous doing it. That is entirely true. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. That's There's no difference about any of they that, They should actually. make a show about drag queens drag racing. No, you know what's funny? The whole branding for RuPaul's Drag Race is like if it was a drag show, like yeah. a like drag racing show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they get little parachutes. It's, yeah, little parachutes. <laughs> and they're too hot. That's okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. I bet that wouldn't have surprised me if they had like one of those. Uh, do they get to design like their outfits and stuff? Right, I assume. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of yeah. Funny. Like make use of this funny car, a parachute from actual drag racing. I mean, I <laughs> think they've probably awesome. done stuff yeah. like that before. I, I wouldn't doubt it, mm-hmm. but it's a good see. It's actually also kind of interesting and ironic now that I think about it. So you can't really stream this show unless you have live TV streaming but the whole season is kind of based on taking the queens that are quote unquote the older ones the ones who have been doing drag for years and then pinning them against the new queens who are all the TikTok uh, very like, too long food yeah so it. it's kind of ironic because they're like oh yes we are famous on TikTok oh yes you can see me do all of these things online like, I'm famous for real like, but then I'm you can't the streets, watch yeah drag races man come but then on. you can't stream it on Online. So it's kind of funny that this is the angle that they're taking the story and whatever. So I've just been pirating it. I've been taking using my phone and you know how it has airplay. I've just been like pirating it on my phone and then airplaying it, it mirroring it onto my TV. So that nice. just, does it, is it on YouTube TV? Because they do some live mm, TV. I don't know. I've never had, I don't have any live TV at all. Like I don't have even the streaming TV stuff. And even if you hooked up a antenna this is real this is tv or what's it called MTV. Spike? mtv yeah or maybe something different TV, now i don't know point is yeah. you shouldn't be watching tv you should be listening to the radio yeah. yes that's be- the point because your imagination yeah, yeah. Will fill in the gaps plus you can find us anywhere yeah and if anywhere you, exactly and if you can't stream rupaul's drag race who knows maybe i'll talk about it every single week probably not no, but maybe not. yeah maybe i will and then you don't even have to pay for streaming services a parent pickup that's just for CJ. Yay, Matt Beard's here. We're going to talk about Legos. Oh, how, Lego. How did you know? Uh, because why else would it? What else are you going to talk about? That's right. Uh, you know, my son got the NES system Lego for uh, for Christmas. Has uh, got it all done. Uh, we've been putting up Lego shells for the if last couple days. If y'all get him stuff, will you let me buy it so I can get the points? Uh, well, I mean, y'all give me the money, but I buy it, get the points. I can get pre-orders before. Okay, that's fine. I don't even know what you're saying right now. It's a foreign language. Uh, there is a list right out on HuffPost right now. Um, it's the top Lego set sets for adults. Yes. All right. Let's do it. Uh, my son has some of these. He's made them for my wife. She loves them. Uh, they've been doing these different kind of 
flower arrangement Lego. Yeah. Uh, there's a brand new one. Uh, it's an orchid set. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever tried to grow orchids. You ever try to do that? You ever buy yeah. one of those and think, I'm going to grow one of these in my window. And then uh-huh. once you get no. it out of H-E-B, it's dead. It's dead. Yeah. Dead. It, that and the bananas. $35. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's only 50 bucks. I say only. It's still, I mean, it's like, my God, 50 bucks. But, and you got to put it together. <laughs> well, I think CJ likes all this stuff. I could see giving this to my son. He'd put it together. Might get it for Mother's Day. Put yeah. it on uh, a shelf that you built for him, as we talked about yesterday. Yeah, yeah no. those botanical ones are, you know, meant to be like sort of statuettes, little display things. My son has one of these. This is a Lego New York City minute. It's a little skyline sort of of uh, New York. He may have this one. I know he's got. I think um, London. Maybe Paris. They're pretty cool. These oh. architecture kits. Awesome. I really like them. So also, speaking of, we were talking about the uh, orchid. They've got a Lego bonsai tree, which is <laughs> yeah, that's pretty very awesome. bizarre. Yeah, that seems cool. But yeah. I guess it can't have the same sort of meditation. Well, well here's what's nice about it. it. Just move the little, you know, green well, blocks into the other parts. It does have these, like, the little pebble area. What's even really cool about it is that it has blossoms that you can easily take on and off so that, you know, since you're really lonely <laughs> guy, you can have your Lego bonsai blossom once yeah. a year. Uh, we were just talking about the London case, so I'll skip over that. This one's kind of cool. It's a Vespa 125, that kind of Moped iconic thing. little Vespa from uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. I thought you would like it. And um, then there's even, when we were talking about the the plants, there's a succulent garden. Um, <laughs> seems weird because succulents are kind of easy to grow yeah. and kind of hard to kill. You can ignore them for Don't months. Have to pay attention to them. They still look cool. Yeah. Now, on to something I think that you would really enjoy, and that is a mini Fender Stratocaster and amp. Have you seen this thing? Oh, dude, yes. I would love that because yeah. then I could take it back to the Lego store, get credit, and then buy something I really wanted. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, uh, it's okay. You're a jerk. Can, can you actually play it? Uh, you're, you're a real mean man. I don't want to talk to you right now. You're really Go, mean. Please, uh, tell we me about it. We asked him to come in here and tell us about cool stuff. You just and poo- then I just all over it. I did. We won't even go to the set of The Office or the set from Seinfeld or The Globe because you probably just make fun of that. Not even the 1950s keyboard uh, style. Oh, um, wow. What do you call it? Uh, typewriter. Typewriter. Whoa, that yeah. is cool, man. And it works too. It's pretty amazing. But I will talk about this because I didn't know it existed until I found this article. It is very expensive, but along the same lines as the NES system, there is a retro. Atari 2600 set. Nice. It's Hell really yeah. cool. It comes with a couple of extra like games that cartridges. It ET looks really game. badass. Yeah. <laughs> but that is $250, yeah. which seems extremely expensive. Joe Biden inflation. Yeah. The oh. last one I'm going to tell you about, um, and I think you might enjoy, of course, I say when I say you, I mean people out there. Uh, somebody in this room will probably just make fun of it. That person being uh, CJ, who's too cool for everything. But uh, maybe you were a fan of Run DMC. Nice. An Adidas original superstar sneaker. That, of course, is the <laughs> big white Adidas yeah. sneaker with, a the three, with the three <laughs> black stripes on it. Not only just the sneaker, which is pretty cool, but it also has an OG Adidas box that the sneaker would have come oh, in. And you like... build the box, the sneaker box, and then the sneaker comes out Dude, of it. Dude, that's for our friend Chewie. Yeah. It's actually it's the one awesome. Lego he would play with. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you about the $700 Titanic Lego set, but... Um, no way. Yeah. Is oh, it the largest nah. set ever? And it's know. unbreakable. Like, it's the four Lego and a half feet stick. long. Man, that might be longer than my executor. Or my big it's old... Not, next, yeah, yeah, there there you go. Right. I thought, stopped hey, myself it's before kids, I blah Kids, kids, kids. All right. Uh, now to make it about me. No, specifically about you. It's time for shout-outs. <laughs> where, where are you going, man? We got shout-outs, and uh, I guess this will be my shout-out music. Wrong song, but oh well. You can text us anytime, 512-835-1015, if you want to shout-out for you and your kid. Happy first day of school, Will. The best dance students are at Celia Middle School from Ms. Fisher. Hey, Abigail, it's your dad, Julian. I love you. Can't wait to see you. And a shout-out to my kids, Tracy and Maddox. And last but not least, oh, this is a real sweet, important shout-out. And maybe the purpose of this. Uh, you can text your parent pickup shout-outs if you're in the line to 512-835-1015. Hey, Ian, I love you so much. 
Did you remember to wipe your butt today? We don't want any more racetracks, as you like to call them. Love you. There you go. Paired pickup. We'll be back with more coming up on the C.J. Morgan Show. He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan. On 101X. Lay's started it. ESPN, they're finishing it. We got another new chip. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. It's CJ's fat, and yes, I love chips. Unfortunately, I've become so addicted, Spencer, that I... Now, it used to just be sandwiches, but with almost every meal, my uh, side has to be chips. Oh, no. I know, and I have to have different flavors. I can't just have one chip. I have, My taste buds have made it to where if I'm eating shrimp, i got to have salt and vinegar chips. If I'm <laughs> eating this, it's jalapeno chips. If I'm eating Dude, this, it's kettle-cooked potatoes. It might be a good idea for a future CJ's fat to uh, have a list of what you're pairing. Chip pairing? Yeah, you're, that's a good idea. Like that chip down? pairings. Yeah, genius. Uh, anyhow, my former employer ESPN has unveiled a new postseason potato chip. At the very end of the year, they're bringing back the popular item, which I've honestly never heard of. But yeah, ESPN's getting into the different flavored chip game. I love it when Lay's did it because it was fun. It was a good marketing gimmick. Did people actually like them or not? Who cares? This a marketing gimmick? Sure, maybe, probably, but it's also apparently a fan favorite. Launched uh, earlier in the year, I guess, during last year's uh, postseason. Sure. But it's a spice blend that includes salt, onion, gochuguru. I didn't say it right. That's okay. So what was that? <laughs> Garlic, paprika, black pepper, and cayenne. It's a bit of a sweet heat, so I love that blend. Savory, salty. Oh, it's chili powder. Go uh, to the sweet. And I'm gonna put a little spice on it. Uh this the seasoning bottles and potato chips. Oh, it says it's not for sale. What? Well, why am I even doing this? I guess ESPN's handing them out from February 9th through the 12th uh, uh, at the old Scottsdale for Super Bowl. For the Super, you have to go to the Super Bowl to get these. Okay, let's move this to people behaving badly. Then I hate this. It's dumb. Let's double up into one because I uh, now got excited about these chips. Do you think since they're my former employer, ESPN is? Uh, subsidiary of Disney. Do you think I could call the boss and say, hey, can I have some of these chips? Like, oh, oh, you're damn right you can. If you buy tickets to the Super Bowl, oh, 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 you better be a plus member too. Oh, I was going to say, as long as you don't let him know that you unsubscribe to Disney Plus. I didn't. Oh, never I lost mind. my membership whenever oh. I got let go from ESPN. Oh. Hope Jeff Ward's doing well. I'm sure he's fine. Season three, week one of the sports bets. We're changing it up a bit this year, but that's not is what is important. What is important is Matt takes on CJ. CJ and Matt, two competitors of endless hate, anger, and very stiff competition. Yeah, just a reminder, I won last season. You're supposed to take me to dinner. You still haven't. Yeah, dude, I'm waiting for payday. Oh, okay. So, And uh, to get some of those sweet radio coupons and gift cards to Gaddy's. So I can then take you to dinner. Uh, let's go back and recap the results of last week's picks. Then, since I'm taking Friday off, we'll do this week's picks. Okay. All right. Sports back to season three, week one. Tennessee at Jacksonville for the division for the playoffs. Matt chose Jacksonville. And guess what? An interception return for the touchdown sealed the game. Jacksonville has beat the curse of Tennessee who, during Jacksonville's best season ever, they were 14-2, and two, lost three times to Tennessee twice that season, once in the AFC Championship game. Wow. It's been a problem ever since where they were even asking the Tennessee head coach at the time. And I'm sorry, I'm like drifting here. I'll tell you the result in a second. Oh, I already did. But they were asking the Tennessee coach because it had moved from Houston to Nashville. And he's like, what's it like having to essentially, over the last couple of years, play in four different home stadiums. And he's like, well, technically five if you count Jacksonville. <laughs> it's a good sports zone, right? It is a good sports zone. Uh, so I chose a team that wasn't supposed Point to that. win, but won anyway? Uh, they were the favorite to win, but it was close, and they did. They're moving on. One of the great things about not knowing anything about sports is that you you don't predetermine things based on knowledge. And that's why you weirdly <laughs> win. In the English Premier League, Man City taking on Chelsea. You chose Man City because of the name, not knowing that they are one of the best, if not the best, in the Premier League. 4-0, I think, was the score. Something like that. Crushed Chelsea. Really? Uh, point for Matt. Sweet. I'm liking this. Killed him. Not fair. 
Utah taking on Memphis. The Jazz versus the Grizzlies. I think Grizzlies are ranked higher. I don't know. You chose Utah. Uh, Grizzlies won um, instead, so point for CJ. That leaves us all down to the physical challenge, which is coming up. And, of course, uh, the national championship last night. TCU Horned Frogs or Georgia Bulldogs. We didn't do the we didn't do the spread on this, which we said was thirteen point five. Uh, TCU taking on Georgia, but TCU forgot to show up. Man, that uh, one of the biggest blowouts in college football history. Point for CJ, and you know it's kind of unfair uh, because Stetson Bennett's twenty five. He's older than NFL. He's an NFL quarterback playing college kids. He's older than three quarterbacks who are playing in the playoffs in the NFL. Yeah, point being, okay. <clears throat> And now on to, uh, I guess, the fun of this, not the bets, but Matt, I have a physical challenge. We're going to do it every week. It's called Bread Pong Toe this week. Do you see the table over there? I do. I do. I see a table set up, and I see what looks to be like a hash mark drawn on it. Correct. And uh, we're going to play basically tic-tac-toe, similar to beer pong with ping pongs. Tic-tac-toe? Tic-tac-toe. You did. Oh, TikTok. TikTok. You've been on TikTok too much, Because we're going to put this on TikTok. uh, And here's how I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, how are these ping pong balls going to stick to the stupid table? Don't worry. I have peanut butter. But I don't want to ruin our promotions table, so we're going to put the peanut butter on bread. But how does this incorporate beer pong? Quite simply, the bread will have the peanut butter on it. You bounce the ping pong ball to try to get it on the bread, and then your opponent has to eat the bread before he can throw his... Uh, I've made up a dumb game. You knew Matt game. was going to win, because that's why you're going to eat a bunch of bread today. No, we both, we both have to compete <laughs> in this, all right? That's that's all it is. So we're going to do that. And, Same uh, as there's a hungry producer uh, sitting right here. That was, that was fun. It was dumb. We're not going to say who won the physical challenge called uh, Bread Pong Toe, Tick Bread Toe Pong, whatever it is. It was dumb. It was disgusting because, Matt, the bread and peanut butter we used is the bread stale. The peanut butter came from my dogs. And uh, it was dumb and fun. And it'll be 101x.com slash CJ or at CJ Morgan Show on the internet is where we're going to put it. Thoughts on the game without uh, spoiling it? It's the best one you've come up with. On God? Yeah. I mean, I've had a blast. No cap. For real. Okay. Hallway hockey. Was a blast. Yeah, okay. that was fun. Um, just shooting each other with gel blasters was fun. Home run derby. Home was run one of derby my was a blast. I love because that. we went into super extra overtime. It was awesome. But I am just gonna say that this was thoroughly enjoyable. The best part about it was, and I don't want to spoil anything, but somebody in this room really starts to lose their temper when they fall behind in something and that person <laughs> has their name on the show. I get pissy. I don't mean to do it. Like, I'm not trying. You're like, this is dumb. <laughs> you, like, and you, I created it. And the funny thing was, is we were, folks, we were one throw into the game and he was like, this is so stupid. And because all of us, Matt nailed it. But I, did. All I did was go first. Okay, no just, more spoilers. Uh, <laughs> here's a clip I think Matt was talking about of me losing it during all the hot gaming action of of bread toe pong 101x.com slash CJ for all of it. Your CJ? Oof. So that counts as nothing? Yep. No. Right. This is gonna suck. Yeah, so far it's going great. <laughs> ah! Damn it. I thought this would actually last a little longer. That's what she said. All this setup is to build a game that I'm gonna lose. We'll get the video up very soon, but uh, since we have a truncated week with uh, the MLK holiday weekend, uh, okay, we're going to do of sports. All, MLK is a holiday next Monday. It's not a holiday weekend. You've just turned it into that by taking Friday off. Yeah. That's my strategy for this year, <laughs> is to take Fridays where we have the Monday off. Our old friend and producer across the hall, Daniel Gallo, used to do that. Yeah, he and got genius. Good point, and he also never told me when he was taking yeah. the extra. Yeah, he certainly Yikes. didn't announce it into the microphone. <laughs> uh, let's do week two of the sports bet. Uh, one point for getting a bet correct. Two points for getting the physical challenge win. Uh, but overall, in the five questions and physical challenge determines who has to drop a punishment plinko chip. It's long, it's dumb, it's complicated. But to the bets, it's wild card, week, wild card weekend in the NFL. 
You're going to do the spread on these Dallas Cowboys minus three against Tom Brady. And the Buccaneers, Buccaneers eight and nine, but at home with the four seeds since they that league division was done. Uh, I think that you just said Cowboys minus three. So they're the favorite, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand how the spread works. I'm just saying, is that what you said the spread was? The Cowboys minus three? Yes. Yeah, I think the Cowboys will, will win this by more than three. You are dumb. You are dumb. So you don't think the Cowboys are going to advance beyond the first round of the playoffs? No. They had a very bad week last week. Dak Prescott is tied with 15 interceptions for most in the league. Uh, they just got trounced by uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers yeah, are but, bad. But what but has they, Tom Brady ever done? Um, just marry a hot model, dude. Duh. Uh, next pick, Chargers minus one versus the Hogwires. I believe as division champs, Hogwires are at home in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I will say that the Hogwires just did me well last week, so let's go with the Hogwires again. Hogwires or Yaguar. Also how they say it. Hogwires. Uh, you're taking the Hogwires and plus one. Giants plus three at the Vikings. Vikings one point, the best team in the NFL. Vikings at home. Giants, the underdog, plus three. Who you got? Vikings. Vikes? Because only because Red McComb owns half of Texas, and I don't want to get kicked out of the state. Very smart. Ravens, and I think Lamar Jackson is back against the surging Super Bowl loss defenders, the uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, Ravens are a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh Six and a half points. Oh, that's, man, that one's always so that's tricky. Itchy, yeah. That one's tricky. Uh, let's go with Burrow anyway. Burrow and the Bengals. Um, you're taking them in the, uh, wait a minute, if Ravens are plus. Yeah, that means they're the under. I got confused. All right, there you go. It's your sports bed for the week. Uh, if you want to see bread dough tack toe pong, should we call it the bread dough tack toe pong? Wait, we got a peanut butter. What should we call it? Toe bread dong tong pong. Point being, it was a dumb, fun game. We got the video up on social media, 101x.com slash CJ. Good luck, Matt. Is Megan the new Chucky? Which one's going to win? And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Emily finally saw May 3 again. Whoa, what? May oh, th- Megan. May 3 again. Megan. Yes, I did. I did see Megan, the AI, the robot that, mm-hmm. that comes to life. When and, you saw May 3 again, yeah. uh, was Dead Mouth 5 playing <laughs> as the soundtrack? That'd be, that'd be funny. I no, guess so. I, I, I didn't see him in the audience, but I also don't know what he looks like without his, uh, his mouth Dead Mouth 5 hat. Uh, yeah, so on, it's the so. hot... Hip, super, everyone's talking about it. Uh, scary movie. Yep. Where there's a scientist lady. Uh, she's got, like, not a daughter, but, like, a kid okay, that lives did, with her. Okay, let me explain this. I could tell that you just read this on no, Wikipedia. No, I, I could tell that you just read from the, the trailer. Uh-huh. I and it's from not, the trailer. And it's not even on Wikipedia. Anyhow. It totally is. Uh, <laughs> she's making robots for company, and then she makes her own one that, like, is a, becomes a parental figure and best friend of this daughter, but then starts protecting and trying to go crazy. That's close. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You you got the gist of it. Now close out your 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 tab real quick here. I'm looking at text. Yeah. Okay. Because this. Why yeah. Don't you basically, focusing on this segment, CJ. Come on. There is a uh, little girl whose parents die, and so her guardian. Spoiler alert. She literally in the first five minutes, um, and so her guardian takes over, and I guess it's like her aunt. Um, and her aunt is like a younger woman. She lives alone. She's single. She nice. works at a toy company and she's super successful, super obsessed with her job. And mm. basically she learns that she's not ready to be a guardian for this little girl. And so she's been working on this project of this new AI doll to help, you know, kids just interact with their toys and basically be uh, like, you don't ever need another toy. Yeah, Megan will help classic. you do everything. When you spend 80 hours at work instead of just yeah, coming this, home and spending a little time with you. Exactly. It's basically <laughs> designing um, this creature. It's the equivalent of a very, very overhyped and just extreme iPad baby. 
You know how yeah. people take their kids to the grocery store and they just hand them the phone and they're like, you're going to watch Miss Rachel for the next couple of hours. You guys don't know who Miss Rachel is, mm. but unfortunately I do. Um, don't worry. I get it. I have a nephew. Yeah. And sometimes he gets so draining that I'm like, all right, give him. Yeah, yeah just give him the phone. Give him the iPad. So this is the same thing, except for she gets this doll named Megan and then Megan kind of understands her feelings it's about. Gan. Yeah. About, you know her parents dying and Claims whatever. to understand and, her feelings. Yes. And then just <laughs> becomes know. a little bit too overprotective, yeah. if that makes sense. Cool. No spoilers, but it was amazing. And I highly suggest it. It sounds stupid. It sounds like a unnecessary reboot of Chucky. But honestly, mm. when I left the theater, I was like, okay, she is deserving of the new Chucky title for this generation. Well, that's, that's even what they sort of tried to do with the newest Chucky with uh, yeah. Aubrey Plaza and I forget who else. Because Chucky, instead of being like possessed, I guess, by, you know, some serial killer or something, it was this, this, this AI. AI thing that went wrong. But yeah. I like this better. One, because the story is not just rehashing something old. It's no. taking a concept and doing Super something new. a little newer with it. Also, I feel like they probably use the Uncanny Valley to a very... Like, they do that a great job of using that during the movie, I would assume. You know, the Uncanny Valley, where it's mm-hmm. like... The human when you're designing something to look human, it'll look very uncomfortable and off it's until off. you yes. get it perfect. It doesn't have that Fibonacci sequence yeah. face. Sure, yeah. They, and so I'll see some trailers, and I'm like, that looks weird. But I'm like, I think it's supposed to because it's obviously it's still yes. an AI. Yeah, yes. yeah. They, I think they have a real actress. It's this little girl who used to do competitions, dance competitions, and they throw this, like, prosthetic over her face. Yeah. So it looks really creepy. And they ha- she has like little prosthetic hands that don't really, the fingers Ooh, don't when move. she does that animal crawl. Oh yeah, she does the animal uh, crawl. She does the little dances. And yeah. the best part about this whole movie is they played into the the campiness of it. They they cool. knew that this was going to be a ridiculous aware. concept. Okay. And because of that, people like were laughing in the theater. And, yes, okay. but it's like graphic killing in kind of sort of funny ways. Because nice. it's like a doll. <laughs> so, so it is more stupid. like the OG Chucky yes, like stuff where it, it is campy. It definitely is. It's, it's campy. Not, so, okay, because I was I thinking it would be like kind of an ex machina oh, thing where no. it's super serious. No, not at all. <laughs> not serious at all. They There's put the, this, three back, the E backwards in the title, man. Yeah, they, they did. They did. <laughs> Three again. That's um, how you know. There's this one part in the movie that made me laugh so hard, but it I don't want to tell you, not because it's a integral part of the story, but just because it's so funny and just out of place. But she she sings a song and it is such a awkward thing mm, to watch. I hope it's a WAP. By uh, Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee. But it's about the dangers of uh, moisture in robots. Right. Quick quick sidebar. Quick (laughs) sidebar. Storming in a cool, dry place. For anyone building AI robots, uh, I got the solution. Yeah. Like they're going to take over and kill us all. But if you manufacture (laughs) them all out of aluminum and balsa wood, they'll be easy to break. So I think you you don't want things to break. Yes, if they can kill us. Right. Because then we'll be stronger. If they can organize and start building themselves better. That's also true. I mean, you're you're not wrong. I know. Eventually they will, but I mean, at least the first wave. Good idea. Yeah. Also wood and aluminum. Okay. Aluminum. It'll be like those uh, those Apple, you know, laptops. You accidentally bump it on stuff. Yes. Now it's completely ruined. I know what we can build them out of. (laughs) What? Legos. Aluminum, linoleum, aluminum. Unique New York. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. I'm lost. It's their what you do in theater to warm up. Oh, okay. Sorry, you were theater tech. You weren't on stage. I was not theater tech. <laughs> okay. The, ooh, ooh. Apologies. Ouch. I'm going to get Megan to come after you. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. I have determined that I'm the best friend in the world because I make the best meals for all of my friends. No doubt on that, Emily. Welcome to The Leftovers. Uh, Emily's uh, stuff she talks about on The Morning X, or doesn't she, brings back for us. And yes, I do agree. You are a wonderful friend, mm, um, a good you. person to hang out with and go out with, and you're definitely into food. Yeah. But you make people have meetings and Excel sheets <laughs> to like do things <laughs> that are supposed to be things. fun. So can you can be a bit laborious. I, I, I can <laughs> be, I will admit. But at the end of the day, everybody still likes to hang around me because if you're around me, you know that you'll be around you'll food. You'll get fed. Yeah, you'll get fed. Mm-hmm. I am I am that person where I'm like, come 
on down, sweetheart. Come to my yeah. house anytime, and got, I'll be feeding you dinner. You got Mama Bear vibes. Know? Mama Bear. Oh, yeah. Mama Bear energy. And recently, I have been absolutely killing yeah, give it. give us some examples. You claim killing to it. be a best food friend. Well, you know, back in November, I had gumbo giving, mm-hmm. which I gave to both of you, too. And I, you. it's basically where a holiday I made up where I make a bunch of gumbo, yeah. and I have my friends over. I wouldn't even call it gumbo. It was something different. It was in a, a good holy way. experience. I mean, it was very different. It was holy, yeah, amazing, and incredible. I, I, it was like a week old when I ate it because I forgot about it. Oh yeah, and it I was still really it. good. So thank you. Oh, good, nice. of course, you're welcome. Um, yeah. And then recently, uh, this past week, I made a lasagna from scratch. Yo, completely. I saw you post a picture of that. <sighs> Looked amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you, I man, not, I went on the stream to catch it. I guess you started up late, so I was like, oh, I okay, did, I did start it kind of late, but but not not to be the the person to pat myself on the back, but I will I will I will actually slap myself in the face and say that that is the best lasagna I have it ever had really, in my life. Really good. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, it did take almost four hours though to make one lasagna, which I did not expect. And by the end of it, I was stressed wow. out, Is freaking out. Is that how long out. the stream ran for, too? No, no, okay, no, okay. no. I had to end this, end everything early because of every, uh, because of that, too. But, yeah, I had planned on being at my friend's place to feed everybody at, like, I don't know, I think I said 6, and I didn't get there until about 8 o'clock. So once I got there, they were all kind of hungry, and yeah. they were being so nice because they could tell I was stressed about it. So they were like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that smells so good. And I could see this drool just Please running down their face. Uh. They were about to eat me uh, before. So I made that, plus I made a nice little goat cheese uh, salad. You even milked the goat? I milked the goat. The greens? Yeah, wow. I stirred the cheese or however you make Churned cheese. the butter. Or, yeah, yeah I, don't I don't... Cheese credit. Point being, you're yes. badass. I, yep, and I also made uh, some apple crisp and there mm. was absolutely no leftovers by the time that I gave it to my friends and they ate that thing up and I am so proud of myself, patting myself on the back and then a couple days later, I decide, hey, I'm going to a different party. I'm going to bring a cheesecake. Now I will Whoa. say, Hell I will yeah. say, I cheated. I did not make this cheesecake. Okay, but cool. it's fine. It did was, you at least microwave it for fifteen seconds before serving cake? it? Yeah. Why? And then you put uh, you put whipping whipped cream like out of the can on it. Why? Uh, and then you You've microwave it with the whipped cream. You've been in a strange phase recently. Yeah, I don't know. I, I what's like to microwave. I microwave trace leches in it. Are you pregnant? That's that doesn't sound like a. <laughs> See, a she's expecting. <laughs> See, she's expecting. I uh, I went to Upper Crust Bakery. Shout out to them. Yeah, that's oh my good, god, it's a good joint. Oh my god, I've never had anything from them. I ordered a cheesecake, super easy. I just called the day before, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll make it." And they even wrote "Happy Birthday" on it for my friend. Yeah, good and I, I brought it to the party. I was the life of the party. Everybody, every single person that took a bite of that cheesecake was yeah. like, "Emily, this is so delicious. This is incredible." And People wouldn't stop talking about it. Dude, yeah. They had seconds, they had thirds, and the entire party ate the whole cheesecake by one in one night. Yeah, Upper Crest is legit. It okay, is I just so want to keep shouting good. them out. They're down there off uh, Burn It. Right? Burn It. They're, yeah, yeah, they're right off of Burn It. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, because of all of those things, I've you get invited to stuff. I, I get invited right? to stuff. I feel so confident, but it's kind of a little bit of overconfidence. See, I don't get invited anymore because uh, really it was just for my wit, charm, and humor. Oh. Um, but now I don't. Still? Yeah, what happened to that? Uh, it's all gone. I quit drinking. Uh, <laughs> you, Emily, Left however, the bottle. you've inspired me when you were going to a charcuterie uh, party with friends. Yeah, we did that too. I forgot. I killed yes, it with yes. a fondue board. You, oh my well, God. Uh, my ideas would have been better. But uh, anyhow, sure. uh, you did give me some ideas. And then after seeing this, it's like I'll start a meme account and because I've seen different kind of things on different meme accounts. But I want to have a charcuterie party. Ooh. Which is where you bring bad sort of things. Um, <laughs> I like that. A pickle board like or that. a peanut butter board. It's yeah. just, it's edible. Or get those little, like, just the, just open up a Lunchables and take the hams out and just slide them. Yes, just yeah. the hams. <laughs> Everyone has the to turkeys. do that and present it, and then you vote on what, which That's one's the best. That's actually really a funny idea. I know. Maybe maybe I'm pregnant with you, too, if I'm also thinking that this <laughs> is a good idea. Butter. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's a great idea.
If you're struggling to pay rent, don't worry. You're not the only one. A new data survey shows that Texas ranks second in the country when it comes to rent delinquency for small businesses, second only to the large state of New York, according to this uh, latest survey from Alignable. It's an online referral network for small businesses. What does this mean? Well, 45% of Texas businesses that were surveyed So they couldn't pay rent in December. They were delinquent, up uh, 2% from November, up 22%. Damn. A quarter almost from last December. It means uh, we're not being able to pay rent. We can't. These are business owners too, right? So it makes me feel slightly better. I guess but so, not, yeah. you know, being as, as, as uh, afforded, I guess. But it doesn't so make word. sense. We're all about small business here in Texas. Why are they struggling? <laughs> Several reasons. Uh, they say it's higher rents, economic mm. pressures that are squeezing businesses, higher than usual inflation, lower consumer spending, and all that is adding to restaurants. Being late on rent, the delinquency is up to 52% of owners surveyed a record for 2022, saying they could not make the full rent of the last month on time. And you know what that means when you're late with rent? Comes the fees, the fees, the fees. You just ended up getting in this hole that they keep driving and digging you into. Well, uh, we're going to punish you even more other than feeling the embarrassment and shame of not being able to pay your rent. With even more rent. Here you go. Have fun. Absolutely. And I'm not an economist, but, uh, you know, my fiance, <laughs> economist. No John Maynard Keynes. No Maynard Are these, from Tool. I was going to say, I was like, those don't sound like famous economists. Economists? Yeah, Keynes was. It's a funny word. It's a hard word to say, and it's probably why I didn't. Actually, I did well in economics, but. Yeah. I hated it. It sucked. It's not that fun. It is very learning about surplus and demand. I, I wow. Also, I also took economics at the same time I took statistics because mm-hmm. I'd been putting them both off in college. And boy, woo! So like, here you go. Have a bunch of math. Eat uh, it up. Mm, num 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 num. It is not fun at all. And they're both made up things in a way. Statistics, not as much, but economics. It's just a made up kind of system of things. Well, right, because you know it's all based on our laws and you know taxes and. More numbers. Are those real? More numbers? Numbers. numbers uh, we know they're fake. Uh, just anyhow, like birds. Just like birds. In my uh, in in my humble noticing of things, and my, you know, my fiance works in uh, logistics and shipping and stuff like that. So it's been a massive poor timing of things uh, of doom. Sure. First and foremost, of course, inflation, which isn't just because of the previous administration or the current one. But we had been on a long run and were well overdue for a dip, well overdue for an inflation hike. On top of that, the pandemic really screwed things up in so many ways with the economy, with inflation, and with shipping, with the actual supply chain. Add to that supply chain issues created by the actual shipping container that got stuck. (laughs) They're still recovering from that. The other thing is people... They're having the workforce in the entire uh, shipping is is they're having trouble hiring people to to fill a lot of jobs yeah. from from packaging to, sh- to actually driving the trucks to all this sort of stuff. Mm. There were some bad storms and things. It's just a, it's a perfect been, it's, mix mm-hmm. of of sadness it's creating been a things that are very difficult for a lot of local businesses. And uh, again, two of the biggest ones that even the the article it does uh, say that adds to the. Uh, rising utility, labor cost, and everything like that is is the inflation, supply chain disruptions. It's created historic prices on everything, not to mention certain things haven't gone up in a while, and we haven't increased labor, the, the minimum wage, and now that's a big thing. Right. So we're suddenly have to go from a minimum wage that hasn't been increased in over a decade to doing that when everything else is in a slump. Yeah, it's just so it's an, it's an extreme that we're going to have to jump to because we haven't been paying attention to it and because, taking care of it. Because we have, and, exactly. And analysts and economists uh, sort of project what it's about, like 25 bucks, I think they're saying, is what the minimum should when be. When it's still like seven something and yeah. hasn't been, it hasn't been adjusted with the rising cost Which of living inflation and, and everything like that, which uh, it should have been, but uh, we tried to squeeze every dollar we could. And now we're screwed. But don't Ugh, worry, Spencer. We're so in radio. Bored. And radio is a very stable industry. So you and I are doomed. <laughs> Anyhow, go spend money at your restaurants. Did you know? Did Ooh. you know?
It's time to do a little bit of our community service and educate the public. After all, that is how we keep our broadcasting license. And did you know, three years after the Lewis and Clark expedition, where they essentially discovered the rest of the West manifest destiny, Louisiana purchase was bought from Napoleon on the cheap because he needed the money and the Mm. land. Mm. Now it's ours. Uh, They went, looked with uh, Sacagawea, got all the way to the Pacific Northwest. And after that, Lewis was just bored, killed himself. Aww, well, he man. died from gunshot wounds. Uh, there's still debate over whether he did shoot himself or where Ooh. he was robbed and murdered. Ooh. I think Clark did it. Think so? Yeah. It's always someone you know, huh? Because they always they were fighting over Sacagawea and her little dollar coins. Oh, those coins came later. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I wow. did not know that. <laughs> I got one for y'all. Did you know? The number of people having quick weddings in Las Vegas is dropping. It went from about 128,000 in 2004 to 81,000 in 2014 to around 71,000 in 2021. Now, why is that, Spencer? Uh, It doesn't say here. I think it's because we've gotten the word out that uh, marrying somebody that you met while you were drunk is a bad idea. Could that possibly be it? Thank you, Brittany. Brittany taught us all a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. You 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 really did teach us a lot. Uh, let's see what we got here. Did you know uh, the U.S. has a men's field hockey team, and it competed in the Olympics six times, but they never won a single game. <laughs> yeah. uh, guess what? Even though they never won a single game, they did win a bronze medal in 1932. So uh, uh, wait, how does that work? There were only That's three. There were only three teams in the Olympics: <laughs> men's Man. field hockey. Yeah. yeah. Quick uh, sidebar. I know I'm breaking the did you know rules, but what exactly is field hockey? Like ice hockey, but on a field, with you hit a ball with sticks and there's a goalie. Yeah. If you grew up in the Northeast, you would know this because in a lot of schools, it's one of the oh, yeah. big hot sports. Guys usually will have a lacrosse team. Women's sports at those schools will usually have a field hockey team. Now, is that cruel that we've gendered the sports? Yes. Please write write our program director and let him know. I did a quick Google search, and yeah, primarily it's women playing that pulled up. So, yeah. Yeah, well, men's field hockey kind of claps. But it was essentially like a hard rubber ball and a kind of a curved stick that you used, and you got out there and just kind of like hockey, except you ran the whole time. Man, that sucks. Yeah, yeah Kyle, tell me about that. Sound fun because at least polo, not polo, lacrosse. You get to hit each other. Yeah. Polo, you get to ride a horse. Yeah, only thing I want to run is a tab at the bar. If you know what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> Did you know CBS America's largest pharmacy chain? And y'all remember Eckerd's? Did you say largest Eckerd's? pharmacy chain with the longest receipts? That's how you get your <laughs> discount coupons, and you always go to CVS for toilet paper and forget. They got you taken care of. Uh, It was founded in Massachusetts in 1963. CVS stands for Consumer Value Store. Oh. Is that how they talk? Man, that was a bad impression. But they were embracing the acronym from the beginning and made a little logo with CVS. Mm -hmm. Did you know? Proud of them. Great job. Good for you. Give us one more spinning. Oh, one more? Uh, Did you know when you talk to yourself in your head, your larynx... Still makes tiny little movements. Do we, do we feel like that one sounds familiar? That's why you have beards to cover it up. <laughs> Very clever. Don't S where you eat. Don't dip your pen in the company ink. And don't share how much you make. It's people behaving badly. The time of the program where Spencer and I are here to render a verdict as to who, whom, what, where, when, or why someone or something is behaving badly. And this clip I have not listened to yet, but apparently people are upset because a video went viral after a Domino's delivery driver shared how much they make in tips. Now, that's something you should keep a secret. Or do you believe in the egalitarianism of all humans and workers sharing their wages and earnings to undercut the secretness of bosses and corporations trying to dictate how much you make. I think tips are separate from your actual salary, so you can discuss that if you like. But I also do think we should discuss that. 
Exactly. Uh, um, salary just for that how reason. How much do you make, but, Spencer? Mm, you're about you. You just got a raise. You're close to where I am, about 250k a year. Mm, just shy of that, actually. Okay, yeah, that, By I thought, a good, you know, 250k. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, share it if you want. It's just weird because I grew up with the propaganda saying don't do it, so it feels uncomfortable. I to think me. legally you can't at some businesses. Mm, possibly, Something I think it's like illegal that. to to force people actually not to be able to talk about it. But we don't talk about I how agree, illegal it because is because then I can say, well, I know Matt's making this much. Why am I not making this much? Mm-hmm. It becomes uh, an well, entire thing. It's a but... benefit to the business, not you. So, Anyhow, here we go. The video of the Domino's delivery driver breaking a cultural norm, being uncouth by sharing her tips, and it's pissing people off. Is she today's person behaving badly? Text us at 835-1015. Here's the video. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was forty six seventeen, and he gave me fifty and told me to keep the change. So I just took my eleventh and final delivery of the night. They spent fifty six dollars, and I did not get a tip at all. I got thirteen dollars in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on, and I have forty two twenty nine going on to my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. Mm, so people are mad because she's sharing how much you're a bad tipper. Yeah. That's today's person behaving badly, not her, yeah. but bad tippers. And I know there's a weird thing where you think that delivery drivers are not who you need to tip. Or like my parents, that five bucks is an adequate tip no matter what. That's what we grew up with, five dollar uh, yes, tipping. the boomer tips. That's bullcrap. I'm going to say 25% is where you start. is the lowest you go, no matter what, if it's delivery, takeout. And the frustrating thing is a lot of... That's usually around where I start because I'm very grateful that someone decided to do the actual legwork and deliver me a pizza because of my lazy ass. Correct, and that's it. Or my inebriated or my just lazy sometimes. It's a laziness fee, and I look at that and I think, well, I could go to the store, save on the delivery fee, this, this, and that, and save on the tip, but you know what? I'm going to spend an extra $10.15 because of convenience and yeah. the other frustrating thing, and, and Domino's has really changed the game. Their pizza's good. Their apps are good. Their delivery system's good. Everything about Domino's is uh-huh. usually good. Uh, I agree. Here's my issue with we've had a lot of uh, sort of worker shortages recently. Uh, they call it the Great Resignation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I imagine some of it has to do with people dying from a pandemic, but also, you know, just worker shortages. Uh, I order from my Domino's. Takes over an hour to get my pizza pie. I'm hoping that it's people. Golden. I'm hoping people aren't tipping like because of that reason. Because like they part are. of the problem. It's Just go carry service, out. They're mad. They're not tipping. It's, yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah, of course. The people don't want to do this job because of people like you in the first place. And I worked. And in, now it's even worse because of people like you. And I'm, also, of course, people quitting. Well, it's a big, complicated issue. But it's also like. Sucks. They're also humans, <laughs> and I think there's an yeah. innate thing we do where we see them as lesser because they're serving us. And I, working for, what, six, seven years in the service industry, absolutely got that vibe yeah. that uh, I was a second-class citizen because my job is to serve and take care of you. No, well, it you're isn't. dumb white <laughs> trash in a college town going to Joe's Crab Shack. So screw you. Yeah. The other frustrating thing is... Uh, you know, corporations use this to take advantage of people where they can yeah. pay smaller wages because tips make up for it. Tips don't. Okay, I don't care where you're at. The other frustrating thing... the difference thing, between being a wait staff because you're there and at least present with that person. You can put on a little bit of the charm. Delivery drivers just show up. They not they put drop your food off or give it to you in person. They don't really always get that chance to necessarily charm you or bring you a bunch of refills, it, things like that. The so timing and pizza is not always – all that's not always on the uh, the driver. And since it's fast food, you even think less of them, third-class citizens. But here's the other frustrating thing, and I'll end it with this, is uh, with technology, with dude, the pandemic – we really got fired up about this one. <laughs> delivery has turned into a massive thing. But I recently noticed that on my DoorDash, on my Favor, a lot of times Favor's better, but DoorDash specifically – has a tip option that's built in, yeah. and it does change with the price of what you're spending, but it's not to 15, 20, 18, 25%. So it'll say like two, six, or two, five, or seven bucks, and I'll be like, oh, wait, seven bucks is a bad tip. Yeah. So I go in and I do the total times 0.25, and that's what I try to leave because, again, it's a sucky crappy job where people are using their own cars to yeah. drive around. It's dangerous. Yeah. Raiders and bandits and highwaymen could get them and steal your pizza. That's correct. Don't forget the the uh, the bridge trolls and, you know. And as we all learned from the movie Waiting, don't mess with the people who 
have your food. Also, <laughs> even more so than a server at a restaurant who's handling your food, these people now know where you live. Yeah. So tip well, at least out of fear. And that's today's person behaving badly. Yeah. <laughs> Bad tippers. Words that absolutely need to be banished this year. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we do just that. Read the salacious headlines. Oh. And then break it down for you so you don't have to go to those dumb websites and look at this stuff. Uh, this one actually coming from a .edu. Well, it was put on a clickbait site, but originally from a okay. .edu. Uh, yeah, but words that need to be banished, including goat, yes, <laughs> and gaslighting. Here's the funny thing about gaslighting is it is a real traumatic actual thing that yeah. happens to people and now it's become part of the vernacular especially in politics especially on the right and it's like that no you're using it wrong and right. it was a very a very rarely used thing for how someone would treat and make someone else feel like they're crazy. Yeah, it's an abusive People, It's tactic. an abusive... Thank you, Spencer, for summing yeah, it up. And and here's, it, here's the thing. Words always get rid of themselves eventually. That's why we have the term archaic. There's a bunch of words we don't use anymore. Whenever you go study British literature, you have to look some of them up. You're like, what's that mean? Words get rid of themselves on their own because of the way we grow and language yeah. is fluid. This is a stupid list already. Uh, I, go, <laughs> I ghost lamp my fiance. Ghost what lamped. does that mean? It's where I do something really goofy where I'm obviously lying. My favorite one that I still am messing with her mind on this uh-huh. is uh, in the movie in the new Dune. I tell her that Paul Atreides kisses the sandworm, and that's how he gets his power. And she's like, "No, he doesn't." I'm like, "Yeah, when that scene happens, he kisses him." And she laughs. She's like, "No, it didn't." And I'm so serious about it, but I keep it running, and I bring it up every now and. But it's it's where it's the same as gaslighting, where I'm lying to her and making her feel crazy. But it's about something really goofy, and she yeah. goes, "Are you ghost lamping me?" It's it's our own thing. It's not a real thing. It's just a dumb <laughs> thing we do with each other. Oh, I bet you. She ghost lamps me too. I bet you think you're the expert about all of this, don't you? I bet all your little friends just tell you that you're correct, huh? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. Emily. Sure. That's what you think. Sorry, no. I was I was gaslighting you. No, not Whoa. necessarily. That was gaslight light ing. That, that was being no, sassy's not right. They <laughs> want to get rid of that word. Uh, sure. The next one Whatever. is goat. I'm sick of hearing goat, especially in sports. You know, oh, like, everybody thinks they're the goat. Goat can only be used, let's say, a decade after that person has retired. Yeah, there's only one goat. It's the throat goat, and we know it's Nancy Reagan. Thank you very much. Uh, I said that a lot. Um, number two, inflection point. What? I don't know much about that. Uh, number three, you hear this one a lot about millennials, and like uh, you've heard of ghosting and dating. Well, quiet quitting is where you just start sucking at your job and not caring and yeah. then basically just That was leave. annoying because that's a thing that's been around a while. It's just the word came up because some person online, who knows, maybe, maybe it was an AI or like, let's come, up with a, <laughs> let's come up with a term to demonize this thing yeah, that's completely it's, normal. It's a normal thing. You sorry, know, everybody gets burned out. Sorry this job sucks and yeah, I'm burned out, uh, but I still want to get paid. Exactly. Yeah, uh, moving forward. I guess, you know, we hear that a lot from our consultant because we joke around too much in meetings. These are Uh phrases. These are two words combined. That's a phrase. That need to be banished, Uh. including number six. Semantics. Amazing. Leave amazing alone. Yeah, I love that it's, word. I don't, it, it, it's not used too often. Wrote, they don't give any reasons to hate these people who wrote this list. Number seven, does that make sense? I guess it's a little condescending. That's a phrase. That a, does that make sense? Why did you say that in such a feminine... Does that make sense? <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense? That's See, my rude voice. Yeah. No one... I don't know. Matt used to do this a lot to us, too. He's like, he says something like that, similar, but it's like it's, he's used to it because he has to talk to his kids a lot. So it's True. not even a... So he's, he's like trying literally to asking to make sure they understand what he's saying. And so Matt it comes does up talk on to us, us like yeah, kids yeah. a lot, doesn't he? Well, I mean... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The equivalent <laughs> to all of that, too, is the Midwestern, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you'd be like, yeah, I just yeah. went to the store. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are words that need to be banished this year on Clickbait Corner. Number eight, irregardless. Uh, not actually a word, but I think it was used so much it became part of vernacular, and then they actually added yeah, it to the uh-huh. uh, dictionary. It's a real world now. That's Number how it nine, works. Number nine, absolutely. Uh, I once in uh, creative writing class had a professor that said never to use anything with an L-Y. 
as uh, why not? Because there's a, better, there's a better way to say it. There's a better way to write it than to use those. Mm. I guess yeah, absolutely okay. is used as more of an affirmative. But yeah, the word is absolute that you would use instead of absolutely. Well, which even is a, that, that's I an mean, adverb. Adverbs don't always add the most meaning. Like when you say, "Hey, this is very exciting." Don't need the word "very" in there. Don't need it. Correct. This is exciting. It is what it is. This is your grammar education. It is what it is. That's number 10. The final one of the list. Uh, Let's banish them all, including ghost lamping, where you kiss a sandworm. Can CES make me love the blockchain? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Um, or crypto, NFT, all that. Oh, no. You think that's where I'm headed, but maybe I'm not. Now, if you've been listening to this show for any time, and I know I haven't, uh, but... Uh, oh, and Spencer just dropped something and got mad at himself. <laughs> it's so okay, he got Spencer. To that. Okay. You're supposed to ignore it while I continue to rage. It's funny because you got, you got mad at it. <laughs> Did you get mad at it? You got mad. I got slightly upset. Yeah. Yeah. Look how red your face is, dude. Exactly. <laughs> dude, yeah. He's, he's it went away real quick. I'm happy about that, but okay. damn, dude. Wow, really I was about to, anyway, sorry. Well, this will interrupt. make you feel better. CES, you know, I've been covering the Consumer Electronics Show and looking at all what I consider to be the dumbest things to come out of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've not been a huge fan. I understand blockchain. Great, great concept. Technology. Te- the technology yeah, sure. behind bo- blockchain is fantastic and can really help us in the future. But uh, sometimes great inventions have something that you t- tag onto it, which is weird, which is like... NFTs and crypto bros and all of that. As we know, uh, crypto mining takes huge amounts of electricity. Huge amounts of electricity. Enormous amounts of electricity. Gigantic, enormous amounts of electricity. Now, here's something that caught my eye. And guess what? Maybe I'm not so mad at the crypto boys anymore. You know, every year... Hundreds of houses in this country burned down because somebody left their space heater on overnight. For $1,200, you can now buy HeatBit. It's the first heater that mines Bitcoin. Mm. (laughs) So it's using a server from a machine and taking that heat and... HeatBit is your ultimate heater with benefits, making you money while quietly warming your room. So it like, covers up to 100% of your electricity bills. All you need is huh. to plug it in. Okay. I mean, if you've ever been to someone who's mining crypto, it's hot as hell, man. It's hot really? in that house. Well, it's warm. It, it, it's worse than dudes growing weed <laughs> in a room. It's about the same. I think their point is, say you live in a place like uh, New York. You live in one of those apartments that sometimes it's cold. You'll plug this in. Now, you don't make gobs and gobs of money from just mining the coin. It's hopefully the coins go up in value, but just mining the coin, you do still get paid a certain amount. They're saying you will probably make enough off of how much you're mining that not only will you heat your house, but your electricity bills will go up. That's how much you'll be making off the Bitcoin, and thus it will be basically... Mm. Uh, cost neutral for you. It's a nice idea, but was it really going to work out that way? How dare you question the crypto <laughs> boys? Bro, they know like, everything, yeah, bro. Theoretically, you could make up to enough money to like. It's just the big banks trying to shut it down in big heat. I will say this: the, whoever they got to design this thing did a great job. Well, it looks good. It's the kind of thing you would have in the corner of your house. I love the idea that it could heat up your house. You know what else would help these dudes stay warm? Having a girlfriend. <laughs> it's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewda Austin. 101X.